guys, welcome to the Hot Take Riverdale podcast. Today we're talking about season two, episode six, chapter 19, Death Proof. So in the previously on, we hear the word jingle jangle about six or seven times. uh, And there's also a scene in the previously on, which comes back later in the episode, where we have Jughead talking to his newspaper advisor of the red and black, Robert Phillips, who uh, reminds Jughead that he can never cover anything dealing with drugs or gangs. But specifically Jingle Jangle. You could not talk about Jingle Jangle or drugs. And that is this very apparent flashback that they need to show us because, yes, I mean, as we all know, if you're listening to this episode, like, he is the sugar man. I mean, they let you know before the episode even starts. Yeah, we, uh, the, per the Black Hood, uh, this episode is less focused on who the Black Hood is or the Black Hood, like, really blackmailing Betty. Like, the biggest thing he's using Betty as a puppet for in this episode is to find out who the Sugar Man is. Sugar Man, I wish there was a few more episodes, like, you know, trying to, like, to find who this guy was. It'd be cool to, like, see, you know, a battle between the two, uh, Black Hood, Sugar Man. So the title of the episode is called Death Proof, uh, following the theme of episodes being named after horror films or thrillers. Death Proof is a 2007 Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino movie where a stuntman played by Kurt Russell is a professional body double who likes to take women for deadly drives in his free time, which alludes to the car race that is also really central in this episode. Yeah, Death Proof. I mean, uh, there's a lot of races in, in teen movies, you know, like they could have called it American Graffiti. They could have called it Grease. They could have called it. Well, and we follow we follow all of the uh, cast members of Riverdale on Instagram. And prior to it, Madeline, who plays Cheryl, was posting uh, videos of her watching Grease to prepare. <laughs> in Riverdale, everyone wears a mask, not just the black hood. But ever so often, the mask slips and our true selves are laid bare, all for the world to see. So we scramble to put it back on, like a kid in a cheap Halloween costume. But it's too late. Finally, Jughead is back to narrating the episode. He didn't narrate last episode. And the whole theme that he says right here is... What? Scrambling to put it back on, like a kid in a cheap Halloween costume? Ugh, uh, I don't know. But then this alludes to a lot of like what the Black Hood Wait a has... second, wait a second. So we scramble to put it back on, like a kid in a cheap Halloween costume, but it's too late. People have already seen what's underneath, and it's terrifying. Is it kid? The kid's terrifying? I guess. I mean, the kid looks better with a mask on. Uh, I mean, you know, kid braces, uh, acne, these are all things. Maybe the mask looks better than you do as a kid. Or it's like, like it's terrifying, like the inner child. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that was uh, Jug's best narration. Um, started off strong. Started off people strong. Wore, people wore masks. Got it. Yes. Got it. Understand. <laughs> Halloween costume parallel. Eh. Maybe that's our, our one thing for not getting a Halloween episode. I don't know. Weren't you saying that there was an article online that said that Jughead was like the worst writer ever? Yeah, on November 8th, io9 uh, posted an article, which is a great article. Riverdale's Jughead is a shitty writer, um, which was great. When you said Nick's name in that moment of nakedness, you let me see the real Betty, and she was beautiful. Betty kind of has her mask a little like half on half off because she's revealing to Archie and Veronica that she is being this like puppet for the Black Hood, but then she still won't come clean to Jughead about why she had Archie dump him. And this is almost so apparent when she's in the biology room talking to the Black Hood and behind her is the makeup of a plant cell. Uh, And that's kind of all plant cells, I guess, have the same. It's typical plant cell. So all plant cells have the same genetic makeup, which I think ties into when Black Hood keeps saying to Betty, we're the same, we're the same, we're the same. Could that mean that the Black Hood is a relative of Betty or just that, you know, they're both at their heart people that want vengeance? So, hot take. 
I mean, I don't want to get into theories and like who the Black Hood is and all that kind of stuff. But this dude, you're right. He keeps on saying they're the same. We're seeing the living, typical living organism. I mean, isn't she like kind of related to the Black Like even Cheryl says that. She's so like- Cheryl is Betty's cousin, right? The Blossoms and the, the Coopers are cousins uh, and related to each other. But also in the th- clues that she knows about the Black Hood is the Black Hood has admitted that he knows Betty and that if she saw him, she would know who it was, which makes us think that it's a relative of the Cooper family. Yeah, so is it her older brother? Yes. So it could be a brother, or does she have a twin? Because all this crazy twin stuff that goes on in the show and yeah. in the town of Riverdale. I don't, I don't want to get into that stuff right now, but it's just something to think about. I think the biggest mask we saw was Betty's mom, Alice, at the parent-teacher conference at 6 a.m. In the beginning of the episode, we actually pick up from the last episode. Betty is like coming home from dealing with the stuff she was dealing with, the Black Hood, in the morning, uh, and then she runs into Archie and they both get this call from their parents that they need to meet Stat. And so at the Cooper's house, all of the parents and all the kids are there with the exception of the Blossoms. And they're talking about how terrible it is that this jingle jangle thing, they know their kids to jingle jangle. Alice Cooper is leading the meeting and she is dressed like a Stepford wife, which is a huge difference from the last time we saw her decked out in snakeskin and really owning that she does have a serpent past. Um, I think that, yeah, the MVP of uh, the parent-teacher meeting at the Cooper's home. It's definitely Reggie being super excited. I mean, he was stoked to let everyone know he brought the drugs to the party. This trash that they can't believe they put it in their bodies. Like, which they're, also they're going sta- nuts about that. Uh, which also stays in your system for three days. Three days? Come what on. are you talking about? What drug yeah, is this? Yeah, you guys were listen. You guys were under the influence. It's been forty-eight <laughs> hours. You guys are still on the drugs. Uh, but no one cares. No one needs to question Reggie anymore that he's the drug dealer. Yeah, because like Reggie admits that it's him. The mom's ashamed. But instead of like being like, "Hey, you're Reg- a drug dealer." Ooh, last thing on that. <laughs> yes. One of the parents was missing. Betty's dad. Where is he? We didn't see him at all this episode. We didn't see him at all. And it's his home. It's his home. And it's was super. He taking a nap. Er- well, it's super early. Taking a nap. Just Still sleeping in. Early. Sleeping in. Sleeping in. Alice has this one. Yeah. Or maybe they got a little tisk afterwards or shove it out. Shove it, um, Hal. Shove uh, it, Hal. Yeah, so he shoved it. <laughs> yeah, maybe he shoved it. Like, I don't know. I don't know where he was, but I mean, that just screams Black Hood to me or Sugar Man. Sugar we, Man told me. We also have one of the best worst lines in, well, two of the best worst lines happen in this scene. One is, uh, Kevin's one line is hashtag Bughead is no more as the kids are whispering what happened between Betty and Jughead. Yeah, that was, that's so bad. Another great line uh, goes to Hiram, who, when Alice is kind of on her high horse talking about what they need to do about this problem, says to her, careful throwing stones there, acid queen Alice. Um, And so next time, uh, so another theme in this episode uh, is Archie ruins everything. Archie ruins everything. I mean, I don't know if it's specifically this episode. I would say specifically this show. Well, he can't cook. Can't cook. Can't make posters. Can't make posters. He also can't text, apparently. Uh, He's like, yeah. How? So it has to be around like 7 or 6 a.m. when Betty's out coming home and he, she gets a text from Archie and it says, hey, comma, you up, question mark. It's like, is this my mom? Like, I feel like Archie texts like a mom. And then Archie, again, has another text fail. So Jughead is in a meeting with who we find out later to be the sugar man, uh, his newspaper advisor. And they're going over the paper and the advisor's really is so confused how Jughead was able to put out this one-page paper. The red and black is just one page. One-page paper while pledging 
uh, the serpents and Jughead defends the serpents like one would defend their fraternity. And then in this like very heated conversation, all of a sudden he gets a text from Archie in all caps that says, meet me outside now, exclamation point. So I just never, I've never seen this. Like Mr. Phillips is scolding Jughead and then he gets a text message from Archie and he just walks out. Like I've never seen a kid like that's defiant. But then, yes, like you were saying, Jughead walks out of the room, goes, like, instead of going outside, you know, jumps on his phone to text Archie. Then Archie, yeah, with this weird framing, sees Jughead and, like, waits for a second. And he's like, oh, shit, that's my, that's my cue. And then starts running towards Jughead in the, in the hallway. Also, like you were saying, security? Yeah, he said to meet him outside. And this is a security system that wouldn't even let Jughead's hat with his pins walk in. But Archie, just who isn't even a student, has no problem barging into the school. What kind of security system is going on there? But then again, the security system has no problem letting Jingle Jangle in and out. So, Well, a Jingle Jangle isn't made of metal. So, you know, it's like... yeah. You can get through. And also, the teacher's bringing the jingle jingle in. If you ask me, that trash in your body, you can spend the day picking up trash at Pickens Park. So, Archie and Fred are eating Chinese food. Uh, Thankfully, no one in the uh, Andrews family is cooking. Thank God. And uh, it's so, yeah, it's like a weird moment where Fred goes to Archie, like, for putting that filth in your body which it looks like he's talking about the Chinese food. But I actually, honestly thought they were talking about the Chinese food at first. He's like, I can't believe you're putting that filth in your body. And then they start eating and it's like, oh, he's talking about the jingle jangle. So then we check in on our other father-son duo. Archie and Jughead visit FP in jail. Like FP's like, listen, you guys are outnumbered. so no bloodshed. And Archie's like, you know, I actually agree with that. Challenge them to a street race one-on-one. You catch my Riverdale drift, boys. A drag race? A drag race? Listen, I love me some drag race. I think it's a very classic staple. It's probably a staple of Riverdale, staple of, you know, American cinema. I love those scenes. But that's going to solve everything? Going into the drag race, it seems like it's going to because they reached the agreement that whoever wins, if they win the race, Jingle Jangle's gone. The serpents are alive. Like, ghoulies will leave them alone. Like, all these, like, everything they're fighting for. And all their bets are on... Jughead and Archie in a car versus the ghoulies. The, so, prison, the prison number on FP's... Uh, shirt is... Garb. Yes, is uh, 24601. So, again, this brings us to our musical theater moment of the episode. Uh, any Les Mis fans will remember that 24601 was how Jean Valjean was referred to a lot, and now the crime that he committed in Les Mis uh, was, and what they kind of have in common, him and FP, was that he was jailed for stealing a loaf of bread to feed his family. And so FP has really messy ties to Jason Blossom's murder and all this not the stuff. Not same as bread, though. What are you it's not about? the same, but it, but it's kind of like they're both are prisoned for kind of like taking care of the family. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Um, yes. Um, another kind of like think about this whole musical theater thing. Um, it's almost like the town of Riverdale is putting on a play for us, and these are all actors in this play, which would fit back to the mask theme. Because what do actors wear when they're performing? You put on a mask. I mean, it's, it's number one. It's the sadder, sadder, happy. Right? Yep. I mean, it goes back <laughs> comedy to Shakespearean tragedy. Shakespearean times. Yeah, comedy, comedy or tragedy. tragedy. And that's, that's, that's what this town of Riverdale on the CW is about. Yes, exactly. Not the kind of drag race I ever imagined myself going to, but at least the guys are hot. So with FP's fantastic advice. We're having a drag race. We're going to have a drag race with the ghoulies. Everyone has accepted the terms. 
race over Herc Harvey Bridge to Dead Man's Curve. First one back here wins. So here we are. Here we are. And middle of the day, middle of school day. What is time on this show? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so we get to the drag race. One guy's really excited. The guy who's not in high school. Tall boy. Tall boy is way too excited about this. So yeah, he's there. He's so stoked. He's the only person who's not in high school who's there. Uh, and then Tony is about to be the flag girl to start the race. Uh, I usually do the honors. But uh, Cheryl intercepts, giving all of our Bughead fans that moment we wanted where she goes, Not today, cha-cha. I was born for this moment. Not today, cha-cha. And she has this like sick outfit and does this amazing backbend. And now this is like the gif moment for last week's episode of uh, Alice Cooper walking into the open house in her snakeskin. Like, that is Great the gift moment. Uh, Cheryl really killed it. I mean, it's a complete scene, right? There's a beginning, middle, and end, right? There's yes. a beginning of this conflict. You know, her and Cha-Cha, her and Tony. <laughs> she wins. She gets on the line, and she just she just does, yeah, the back bend, beautiful shot. I, I feel like it's a shot-for-shot shot, um, homage to Fast and the Furious. It just looks so good. And according to Riverdale Wiki, there's a scene in this episode that is Madeline or Cheryl's favorite scene in the whole series. So do we think it's this moment right here? It could be when she's yelling at her mom. It could be when she finds the Sugar Man stuff. It could be um, when she's sunbathing, you know, but I think it's this one. I think so too. Uh, and so then again, Archie ruins everything by he actually had called the cops before the race even started. And so the cops intersect the ghoulies, which kind of screws everything up because now the ghoulies are going to be away in jail for a month or six months, whatever, according to Jughead, as Jughead points out. But the conflict is still not resolved. Hashtag Bughead is no more. I bet he didn't tell me. Oh, Bughead. We have to talk about the status of Bughead. Hashtag Bughead is no more. Kevin has, like, again, he's becoming almost like a caricature of the series. Like, he's there hasn't been a lot of... I feel like he's, he's the voice of the audience. Yes. And the, fan, the Tumblr fans. That's so accurate. Um, because the other line he has when they're doing their community service, picking up trash in the CD area, is he said, I wouldn't even go cruising here. Yeah, just call back, give him a line. Uh, I also liked how in that scene, Reggie tries to like shoot a bucket. He misses the trash. He starts hitting on Josie. Trying to give me the flex? Veronica com comes over. What do you want, Veronica? We were kind of in the middle of something. Reggie was just killing it. Okay, so let's check in on the status of Bughead. Because we open up the episode, we know that she slept over, and then she asks Jughead if he's hungry, to which he replies, always. And so we almost think she's going to make him breakfast. But I thought she was making him the serpent breakfast. Yeah, but instead they go to Pops, which is Northside North side North territory. Side. Like, what? Eat a Pops. It's like he wanted Betty to see him, and she did. <laughs> uh, and so then when finally Betty and Jughead talk, uh, he has a say, this thing where he says to him, you dump me via Archie, which is worse than over text. It's but true. It is true. But then she helps him with the car. And then in the last shot we see of Jughead, Betty sitting next to him reading a book. We still don't know their status, but she's reading Silence of the Lambs, trying to get into the mind of a killer. Uh, also... Veronica, when she's at the diner and Betty runs into her, is reading a book, and that book is... The Secret History. Even Alice kind of calls it out, where um, she explains what kind of party they were throwing, which is a kind of allusion to that book. So this episode leaves us with a couple of questions. Uh, one is the last scene we see of Fred with Archie. He's in Archie's room, and he opens up a bottle of prescription pills. Are you okay, Dad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, feeling better every day. So people are wondering online, and so are we, does Fred have a... Pill problem? As always, uh, let's end with our hot takes on who we think the Black Hood might be. Like I was saying kind of before, 
could be a relative of Betty's. It's definitely someone inside this Blossom slash Cooper fiasco. Um, like we said, we didn't see Hal today. But one really interesting thing that we noticed was... Sheriff Keller, just a few questions for a blue and gold story on Jingle Jangle. All right. One question, so you better make it good. Yeah, so when Betty intercepts Keller at the diner when he's off, he says to her that he ha she has one question, so she better make it good, which is almost verbatim of what the Black Hood said to her. And Keller does fit the profile of the Black Hood in that he is the same stature and looks a lot like the Black Hood does. Uh, also, you know, Betty and Kevin are best friends. Uh, Officer Keller is Kevin's father, so obviously he would know Betty forever probably i think i think betty and kevin probably have been friends since like they were babies right so it's kind of crazy that you know somebody killed the sugar man in jail so who has access to the jail for keller also how quickly officer keller was able to do a lineup after the shooting of fred and be like yeah we don't have him right and how he wasn't helpful and really kind of trying to find out who the killer was or tracing the handwriting and then when when that was called out the next time the black hood was in touch the handwriting was different yeah, and he was very determined to tell people it's different. He's like, yeah, it's different. Yeah, cool. Well, that's been the show. Uh, this is the Hot Take Riverdale. I hope you enjoyed it. Please like, subscribe, comment, tell your friends, and we'll be back when the next episode's back. Bye. Bye.